Welcome everyone to Recast the Past, a podcast like it's like changing the name has ruined all flow. It just stumps me every time. But uh, the show where we recast movies for better or worse. I'm your host Matt, also known as Matt Combs, and joined with me today is Ian. Thank you from Shaken Not Nerd. Yes, and Shaken Not Noob. Sort I of. Guess. By association. Tom always says he's from Shaken Not Noob as well, or he I mean, always we, mentions it when I say it. By association, yes. Yeah. Um, it's in the same feed. It's in the same feed. But and all the videos on YouTube are technically ours. Yes. So, for newcomers, your podcast is uh, about... It's a pop culture phenomenon. Nom, Ooh. Nom. No, yes. I don't know. It's a pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what we do is we talk about all the pop culture news for the week, mm-hmm. and then we will talk about the biggest pop culture news of the week, which is usually a movie. A movie? Or in the uh, in this circumstance, it will be The Mandalorian. Yes. That is very cool. Well, that would have been when by the time this episode releases, that would have been would have, your yeah. latest episode. It will be. Um, I can tell you, it was a fantastic episode, <laughs> <laughs> and I was amazing as always. Well, I do. I did enjoy the first two episodes of this of it, of it. By the time it's come out, I hopefully will have said that I've enjoyed the third episode. Three, yeah. Uh, but that's I think not it's out. out yeah. At, at point of recording, I think it's out very soon. Yes. By the time this is out. The third episode will have been out. Oh, it's coming out tonight. The fourth episode will be out today, the release of this episode. What? Yeah. That's insane. It's a bit of a mindfuck because wow. we're traveling through time. Right, That's right, my, people. Let me get my Google I've got, calendar out. I've got, <laughs> I've got episodes banked up finally, so I can take weeks off if I yes. want to. It's awesome. Uh, Precious tritium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, time off. <laughs> uh, okay, well... You mentioned a comic book film, and we are not recasting a comic book film. No. We are... That comic book film was Spider-Man 2, for anyone that is not <laughs> well-versed in listening to Shake and Not Nerd, uh, because if you did listen to Shake and Not Nerd, you would have known exactly you, why Ian was saying that. You would have got that. that. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a nerd, you would have got that. <laughs> but uh, for this episode, we're going to recast the 2017 Baby Driver. 2017. Yes. It feels like... Not that long ago that I went and saw this at cinemas. One would argue 2017 isn't that long ago. But I mean, we're we're nearly in 2020. That's true. That is true. Uh, A great film by Edgar Wright, uh, a fantastic director. I'm I'm a fan of a lot of his things. I would have loved to have seen his Ant-Man, but Marvel said no thank you. I feel like it it couldn't have been worse. Like, I feel like... No. And that's not to say that Ant-Man's... Bad, but I mean, I I just feel like it, the basis is there. I feel like it, yeah, I don't think Ant Man's a bad film, but I don't think it's a fantastic film. No, I'm sorry, Duty. I, I know, know you're screaming I can right see now. See him reeling <laughs> in the corner. He might have been. <laughs> 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 is the greatest. <laughs> but no, I I know what you mean. Like uh, Edgar Wright Ant Man Ant Man film would have been awesome to see. Uh, this film in particular is quite awesome because oh, I know fantastic. some trivia with it with where like he didn't he waited until he had the actual songs for certain scenes before he actually wrote the scenes so that yeah. he could tailor those scenes around exactly. the songs and the beats and uh and the, clearing. The, I don't know of any other movie that's ever done it like this, but they had editing 
on the spot. So no, I didn't. As they filmed it, yeah. it got handed to a guy who would do a rough cut edit yeah. in the back of a van on a Mac. A hundred percent. That's how they did a rough cut edit to make sure it all timed up. Right. So as mm. they were going, they were already doing a first draft edit to mm. make sure it worked. There I've you never heard of a film doing it like that, but it's genius. Yeah, oh, it's a great idea. And it pays off in the actual film because yeah. the film's fantastic. Two-hour film clip. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I mean, a great example is that f- for those that haven't really thought about it that much, you rewatch it, the first opening scene, the first heist, like they all get out of the car and they open the door at the same time as the music. They close the doors at the same time as the music. They all walk in unison. It's perfect. It's great. It's a fantastic beginning, uh, middle and end. <laughs> I, actually, yeah, without, you know... If no one's seen this movie, I don't know why they would listen to the episode. But, <laughs> I mean, they might. Maybe. Maybe they, they've come here to figure it out, yeah. whether or not they want to see it. In which case, I won't spoil it for you, but the ending is very well done. Yeah. In terms of character piece, almost, like, there's a big change in a lot of the characters, and that kind of yeah. drives a big change in the story. Yeah, it's it's a great film, as I've said but just before. I love this film, but, uh, you know, there's also that, I mentioned to you when we picked this film, like the sort of the politics behind this film. Yeah. Like, is it okay to like this film because of who's in it? I mean, he gets hit by a car. Yeah. But he's also like, I mean, how, how this is, we're going full blown spoilers. There's no point in trying <laughs> to hide this. But like, you know, he does take a turn. Like, yeah. he lets baby go. Like, he becomes the good guy. Yeah. And like, you know, there was a film recently where they did. Was it a Ridley Scott film? I think it was. Yeah, it was. When the, they took him out, like they stopped the release date and they actually refilmed. They filmed the whole movie, which was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a shame that this film didn't get that treatment. Yeah. But uh, this was, yeah, I don't think it was till a little bit after. That it was probably a year out. later. Yeah. I feel like it. It was before, just before it came out on DVD, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember being like, ah, so now they're not advertising his name on any of the DVD stuff. Yeah, okay. I do wonder whether it affected the DVD yeah. sales, but you know. I still I still enjoy this film, and I know that I've, I've re-watched it since the yes. whole Kevin Spacey so stuff. I. And you know what? I mean, I'm not going to get into that politics of him, but as an actor, he's very skilled. Yeah. It's... Doesn't change the fact no, that he's an asshole. He's though. a scumbag. Um, Disgusting scumbag. Yeah. But acting, he sure knows how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a shame. You know, you watch a film and then it kind of taints the film a little bit because you think about that, what that person has done. Every time you see him. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we don't need to talk about that depressing stuff any further than we have to now. No. We've uh, done it. We've touched on it. We did. Um, metaphorically. <laughs> <laughs> With permission. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> All right. Well, before we just jump straight into the casting, I'm just going to fire off some of the house rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, rule number one, you can't cast an actor who is in the film. Rule. <laughs> Rule number two, the casting choices can be good, bad, or funny. And rule number three, the actor or actress can be living or deceased or from any time period. So, let's roll. I can't wait to break these rules. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't be the first. Really? (laughs) I I would like uh, Kevin Spacey to be everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an An awful film. Interesting (laughs) film. Uh, all right, but let's let's roll in with Baby B A B Y B A B Y Baby. Uh, originally played by Ansel Elgort. Well done. 
I have no idea whether that's that's correct or not. Well, but you sure did pronounce it better than I can. I looked up a few actors' oh. names before the episode, and I put hyphens where it sounded like the pronunciation should. Ah, help yourself out later help. down the road. I am Some really would call bad at cheating. Well, I'm really bad at pronouncing <laughs> names, and anybody that listens to this knows it. And I'm pretty bad too. So uh, the Japanese names man. kill me. Oh yeah, and I had two of them to say last week. I'm particularly bad at anything like Nordic, <laughs> <laughs> which is an odd. Like it's not yeah. really a country. I'm from Nordica, <laughs> but it's an area of space. Yes. Well, <laughs> hopefully you haven't chosen anything Nordic. For baby, Ooh. <laughs> uh, for the first choice, I have picked someone who I fear you may have chosen yourself. I don't uh, know how well he's going to do this, mm. but I have Tom Holland. You know, I also had Tom, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a backup. Always have a backup. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Tom Holland though. I think there's there's definitely a reason why we both went Tom Holland, right? Yeah, because he looks and acts. Sort of similarish. Yeah, they both have baby faces. Well, yeah, I think that they needed to look. The actor needs to look young, like a baby, and they also need to look like. Then their primary focus is the driving and nothing yeah. else. Like they can't be huge. They can't be, you know. Yeah, they can't be a Jason Stratham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, <laughs> naughty. He's not naughty. He's not naughty at all. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think there's kind of two avenues for this character to go down. Yeah. One of which is like music dance related. Yeah. And that's why I kind of leant towards Tom Holland as, as one of my picks. Because mm-hmm. wasn't because he... he was a professional dancer. Yeah, he did Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. And, you know, he can dance. Dance. If he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> um, And the other avenue is, like you just said, the driving. Yeah. Which... I wasn't as sure whether or not he could sell me on that. Yeah. So I had a backup option. Mm-hmm. An actor who, fantastically, thanks to your rules, is dead, but I can still put him in yes. a part. You can. He's well-renowned for his driving abilities and his coolness, and that is Steve McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who are you going with right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve McQueen. You know what? I don't know if I'm overly familiar with Steve McQueen. Like, I know. I feel like everyone knows of him. I know of him, but I don't, like, I'm not familiar with, like, his line of work outside of someone apparently portraying him terribly in that Quentin Tarantino film. fucking terribly. Um, (laughs) But uh, in The Great Escape, for instance, which was in that Tarantino film, but then they cropped it and put Leonardo DiCaprio in those scenes. All right, so that's Steve McQueen. Yes, originally it's okay. Steve McQueen, and the final product is Steve McQueen. But right. They... Okay, yeah, no, I, I do know. Uh, yeah. But he also did famously um, a movie called Bullet, which is a car racing movie. Yeah. And he did car racing for fun, and that's how he died. Oh. In a fiery, fiery car accident. Awful. So we're going to name a pool after him. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think he has that coolness that I think could really work in this film, mm-hmm. even though it's a character that um, is almost not cool because he you know, has this he doesn't element to him, but sort of is cool in a way as well. I, yeah, I, I feel like there's 
that's kind of the purpose of the character. I don't think he's meant to be. I, I think he thinks in his own little bubble. Exactly. He thinks like he's kind of cool, but he doesn't portray that he yeah. is. But he's supposed to be. He's supposed to come off as a bit of a pushover. Yes. Yeah. Um. So with my honorable mention, I don't know if this is going to work, but as you mentioned, the driving aspect. Ooh, yeah. Someone's done driving before. And I'm thinking an even younger version of when he was in this film, but I was thinking a young Ryan Gosling. Ooh, yeah. From, like, like how from Drive. drive. Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, I can see that. Um, I've said him a few times. I didn't want to mention him, but uh, because of Drive, I do love Drive. It's and a fantastic film. He's, there, there are some similarities between the characters because in Drive, There's he is pretty lot. quiet. He's almost a mute. Yeah. So, <laughs> borderline mute, and, but also kind of creepy. And but, like, you know, we're not doing that movie. <laughs> you know, Ryan Gosling sometimes does come off like I feel like awkward. his characters are a bit awkward. Yeah. So I think he like, comes sometimes. across yeah as a bit awkward. Yeah. In general. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he's not acting. So I think that could work. Yeah, Did, I think it could as well. Yeah. I think in terms of uh, current day, you're right, he wouldn't be able to do it. So I think you're right in saying like, a younger Ryan Gosling yeah. who suits that young role. Like, uh, what, what's that? Was it Remember the Titans? Is I it, think he's in that. And he's very young in that. Yeah. Um, when he was fresh off the Disney boat. Yeah. Uh, did you have any other honorable mentions? No, not for B.A.B.W.A. I had one last one. I had Ty Sheridan. Ooh. Uh, who plays? He played Cyclops in the newer X Men films. Mm, he was yeah. also the main character in Ready Player One. That's the guy. That's yeah. How I think I know him better. Yeah. Um. Not great in the new X Men films. <laughs> no, but, but he he's not right necessarily look. the worst thing in no, those films either. No, though. no, he's not. I think he was unfortunately um like every other actor in there given a, a steaming load of crap to work with. That and the fact of the matter is, is that he's covered half his face is covered by a prosthetic. Yes. Um. So, well, not a prosthetic, but you know, a costume yeah. thing like he a visor. Like a so he's, you know, a lot of his face is just completely removed. Yeah. Uh. From if you wanted to act with your eyes, you can't now. Exactly. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't necessarily think he's a bad actor. I think he looks the part. Uh. I think so as well. He's also one of those actors that has this kind of timidness to them. Yeah, exactly, and that was a, that was sort of the vibe I was going for yeah. for the character. Um, but yeah, that was the last honorable mention I had. I like so it. let's move on to the grossly underutilized and mm. waste of talent Griff, originally played by John Bernthal. Yeah, uh, I was waiting for him to come back in the film. I think we all were. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> and he never did. He never did. And it, like, why did I wonder... have the role, Bart? Why did I have the role? <laughs> like, I was like, why? Why would you cast him to just be in like the opening fifteen minutes and then just Waste. never bring him back? Yeah. And uh, Ford vs Ferrari, he's very similar in that, and he's just underutilized. Mm. He's in there as a character, like like this, and same in Wolf of Wall Street as well, like a bit kind of character. Yeah. It's like what happens with this character? There's no there's nothing that gets a finale for him. No. And I feel like did he get cut out? Did it yeah. was there uh an intention for there to be a follow up? Like Well, there are talks of a sequel for this movie, so Oh interesting. Mm. There you go. Um 
but for me, um, Jesus, I've written the guy's name. Oh, no, I do remember. I was like, damn, I wrote the name down. Usually I write like where they're from to remind me who they are. And I hadn't written it down for this guy. So it's an obscure choice. Uh, I had chosen Logan Marshall Green. Now, you may ask, who is Logan Marshall Green? I was going to ask, who is Logan he, Marshall Green? You may know him as a poor man's Tom Hardy. So he's a poor man's Tom Hardy? <laughs> so he is in Prometheus. He is in... Oh, that guy. Uh, <laughs> what was that fantastic film that he was in recently? Uh, it was made by an Australian director. Is that that one where he gets like... Upgrade. Yes. Great film. I never saw it, but Upgrade is fantastic. It. It is, is that made really by an Australian? Good. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I could just I could just pitch that guy, put it on that like... Yeah, I can see that. You know... Just having that, that same sort of facial hair and like put fake tattoos on him, and you could just see him just being a bit of a, you know, yeah. rough neck sort of thing. So that's essentially what the character is, right? I feel like if you were going to sum that character up in one line, it's just like looks rough. Yeah, is rough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what they were looking for for the character. Clearly, yeah, that's what they were going for. Yeah, and he definitely comes across as an asshole, and then just disappears. Yeah, it yeah. works. Um, but who did you have? I had, um, I've got, you know, a backup, obviously. But for my first pick, I've thought, who's someone that looks really gruff? Because mm-hmm. it's a gruff character. Yep. For gruff's sake. I went with Jason Momoa. Ooh. Yeah. No, that that actually works. I didn't even consider him for this. Most people don't consider him for anything, and rightly so. His acting ability isn't always amazing, but I think for a part like this, these are the kinds of parts that I really think suit him. Yeah. You don't have to act. You just have to be gruff. (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that. I like that choice a lot. And I think that you could literally put him in and he wouldn't ruin the film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just, every time he tries to be a bit more over the top, you just go, yeah, 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 reel it back. Reel it back. (laughs) He does have this... I don't know what it is. He has this bad habit of kind of overacting a little bit every now and then. Yeah. Um, but I think he has the right look, and sometimes you get the feeling that, like, sometimes he does it right. Like, yeah. there are bits in Aquaman where he just looks gruff, and yeah, then he, yeah, like, yeah. talks crap, and you're like, oh, stop. Yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. trying to have a personality. You're better when you don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, people aren't uh, buying the tickets for his personality. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> All six of them. <laughs> Uh, for an honourable mention, and this is a bit of a wild card, but I had a young Mel Gibson, speaking of assholes. Ooh, perfect. <laughs> it's kind of like the perfect part. I feel like they could have almost had that in the script. It's yeah. just like have Griff is Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that would kind of work. Um, and, yeah, that sort of time period Yeah, around Mad Max, maybe even like early Lethal Weapons. Yeah. Which are pretty close together, so yes, yeah, yeah. similar sort of, you yeah, know, n- nutty and young and aggressive. And, you know, throw him in with the mullet. Why not? Yeah. You I know mean, what I can see him with the mullet? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, you said you had honourable mention? Yeah, so I went a bit more obscure with my honourable mention yeah. for Griff. Yep. I went with someone who doesn't necessarily look that rough, but really talks talks the talk. Okay. Um. You know, he's often been that kind of a, a badass, so to speak. But he just doesn't look like it. Um, that's Joe Pesci. 
<laughs> he does talk the talk. Can you just you know that scene like um, where Griff comes up to Baby after they've done the heist and he has the little he has his iPod, yeah, he's going yeah, yeah. It and everything. I'm just picturing that as Joe Pesci, and yeah, just, just aggressively yelling at him in his high pitched voice. Are I you like retarded? <laughs> <laughs> you must be retarded. I like that. I like that. Like. I did, I couldn't picture him doing like the bank heist. Well, actually, now that I think about it, I can actually can now. Just like this one short guy. Yeah, it'd just be hilarious. I could picture him being like getting like up on top of like the counters and stuff too. Right. And screaming in Joe Pesci, Pesci's <laughs> voice. Yeah. No, I like that actually. That's good. It's a rough character. Uh, a rough man. I had one last honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Now, this is purposely bad. <laughs> this will be good. And I want him to be really over the top. He never does a role like this, ever. It's too minor for him. It's too minor for him. It's way too minor for him. Tom Cruise. Ooh. You know what? I can kind of see it. Have you? Have we seen him with facial hair? Uh, not much. He doesn't, doesn't like really to grow have... facial hair much. Oh, last Samurai he had a beard. Yes. Actually, and it was a pretty good beard from memory. Yeah, but he's always like... He's usually pretty clean shaven. Yeah. Yeah. But I think no, because he plays like sleek kind of guys usually. Yeah, I want I want a really over the top Tom Cruise. It's awful. Oh, yeah, it's god awful. I'm picturing him like up on top of the bank tellers and just like jumping on it like it's Oprah's couch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Cocaine. Scientology. <laughs> Convert. Come on. <laughs> Did you have anyone else for Griff? No, I think I've for some reason the more and more I think about like the same sort of thing like with Joe Pesci as with like Tom Cruise having someone who's like angry and short like real Napoleon syndrome just would really suit that character. Yeah, no, that would be good. Uh, all right, well let's move on to Buddy. Buddy, probably one of the more interesting uh, characters in the movie, originally played by John Hamm, because his one his character actually has like a bit. Of, of an arc, like yeah, you, you see arc. him, like switch, like like a light switch, like he just changes personality completely, understandably. Um, yeah, considering the circumstances. Yeah, so you know you had to take that in consideration when you're casting for this character. You need to have him sort of because you kind of you kind of like him. Yeah, throughout the, the start, film. you like him. Yeah, and you're kind of like, oh, he he is actually kind of, you know, he's. Got a bit of empathy to him and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know. You get hints that he's a bit of a psycho. Yeah. But, you know, but you don't see it until until uh, his partner, Darling, gets killed. Yeah. Then he, he just he flips. goes completely crazy. Yeah. And, like, because you don't expect him to be, like, the sort of main antagonist antagonist yeah. at the end. It was very well written. Um, it's so, almost he and, um, and uh, Doc... Kevin Spacey's characters kind of swap. Yeah. I find that really interesting. Yeah. Um, so for my first pick, and I'm really questioning why I have him as my first, but <laughs> I do. I have Daniel Craig. I kind of, I think I see where you're coming from because similarly he's got like a kind of kind eyes to him when you usually when you first see him, mm. like Daniel Craig, but then he's also a bit of a nutter. Like he can. Yeah. I feel like he's one of the few kind of actors who can do both 
those things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you do see him do kind of both those things when he's Bond, which is pretty much the only character he ever plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, hell, like, you got the Bond gig because of Layer Cake and... Yeah. You know, it was just James Bond that which is does drugs instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drug Bond. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but who did you have? Uh, my first pick, I'm also questioning my first pick, but uh, it's someone who kind of looks the part. He mm-hmm. looks all nice and clean, and he usually comes across as quite a nice guy. But also you get a hint that he might not be, and that's yeah. Brad Pitt. He's in my honorable mentions. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I feel like we have a similar sort of look that we're going for with the character. Brad Pitt definitely could do it. Like, especially like, because his character is kind of similar in, I think it's Killing Him Softly. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the sort of vibe that I'm thinking. It has this, like, creepy undertone to him. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think he could totally do that whole, like, because... Um, I was listening to a podcast uh, a while ago. What's a podcast? Um, <laughs> never heard of it. Um, and he, he's, he's. There's a thing with certain actors where if they're likable to the point where you're like, that guy's cool. Like, I'd enjoy hanging out with that guy. Yeah. And that's the that's the Brad Pitt factor. Like it is. when you see him do interviews and you see him in films, and you're just kind of like, that guy's a cool guy. He seems cool. Like I could hang out with him, and I wouldn't hate him. Yeah. And that's what makes a star kind of like a star. Yeah. When you have got that association just by seeing them. Yeah, and that's that's the sort of attribute that's really awesome about the first chunk of this film, putting him into that role exactly. and then having him flip and have to do like real acting and be like, yeah, I'm a monster. And when but, he does do those dark characters, he does them well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I like that pick. He I like has that a pick. menacingness to him. Yeah. Well, with that being kept in mind, for my honorable, my first honorable mention, I have quite a few actually. Oh, really? Uh, I have Denzel Washington because... Training day. Yeah, makes sense. Training day is the similar sort of it's arc. A very similar arc, if not the same arc. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, see where you did, I mean, the, the, the tipping point is not. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not, the, it's not the same. But, you know, you like Denzel at the start and then. And then you get to understand, like, what he's actually like. Yeah. So that's why, why I picked him for an honorable mention. Cause it was like, he's yeah. also one of those actors who's skilled enough to convincingly pull off both of those things. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, who else did you have? Uh, my honourable mention is a bit of a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this... It's almost the opposite. You kind of see him and you kind of think... You automatically assume he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. But, like, he kind of talks like a nice guy. Okay. And that is Val Kilmer. Interesting. Yeah. So Val Kilmer, when he's like trying to play a nice guy, he's still got that hint of menacing to him. Yeah. And I think it would make that switch to asshole really like emphasize. It's like, oh, I knew there was a reason why I didn't like him. Mm. Have you seen what Val Kilmer looks like these days? Uh yeah, let's not um, do let's not do current Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I knew that you didn't mean that. Because but... I assume he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh his look is, that's for sure. Um, he's had a lot of plastic surgery. and Oh, really? He looks very creepy and 
Yeah. But no, I can see him. Isn't he doesn't he kind of have that sort of sort of character arc as well in um I think it's Willow. I don't think I've ever seen that. Willow. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen it, but I think like cuz he's he's locked up in a cage and I think he's kind of like yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a movie he would do. I don't know. This he I think he's had a lot of uh, him had, personally he's had a lot of troubles in his yes, life and he's lost definitely. he's fluctuated with weight and Oh yeah. Everything. He's um a, an interesting unit. But yes. he's one of those like we touched on it before. Sometimes you see actors and you go, "Oh, I could have a beer with that guy." Not Val Kilmer. No. Opposite to Val Kilmer. <laughs> Val is one of those guys you go, "I feel like he's an asshole in real life." I feel as though a lot of people don't even bo- never even bothered going up to him being like, "Can I get, no. a, get a picture with you?" He seems like a guy who just snap at you. Yeah. But then he doesn't. He like when he portrays characters, he kind of comes across not that evil, but he still has like an evil undertone. Yeah. It's a bit weird like that. Well, if anyone's curious, just have a look up look up uh, Vel Kilmer and what he looks like these days and you're going to be in for a treat. Ooh. Um he ate young Vel Kilmer. He he is just a completely different person. It's it is awful to see. Uh but enough of that. I will fire off so did do, do you have any more honorable mentions? Um, that's fine. I've, I've <laughs> no, still got some. I want to see your list. Okay, so I also have now again, thinking along those lines of seeing two sides to a character. I have Diego Luna. Oh yeah. So Cassian from Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, you see Very that. Simil- yeah, you, you see, see that. two sides to him. You do. He's kind of got that again, that creepiness. Yeah, and my last honorable mention, and I don't know why I put him in. I guess I kind of want to see see him be an asshole, but I have Charlie Cox who plays Daredevil oh, yeah. in the Netflix. He's another one of those actors. That I'm just not really sure if I could have a beer with him. Yeah, he seems like he might not be approachable, but seems like he's got kind eyes. If that's a thing, yeah, maybe it's because he's blind, but. <laughs> He's not blind. He's blind. <laughs> That's he why they gave meth- him the part. He took method acting to a new new place. Stabs and- out his own eyes. I am the damn devil. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Disney took it back. <laughs> Who bother? Oh, no. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to Darling, originally played by Isa. <laughs> this will be good. It's Isa Gonzalez. Okay. Um. I wrote it down, but then that didn't help me. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's look, you appara- did pretty well. Apparently, it's Eza. Eza, because her name's spelled E I Z A. Yeah, but it, you, you would know. assume like Eza, but Eza. I I originally thought that it would be Eza, yeah. but uh, after looking it up, now not to say that that's the correct way, but that's what I returned in my results. I so. like it. Yeah, always trust Google. Um. So, what better way to have for my first pick than another name that's borderline and impossible for me to pronounce? It's interesting. So, I had Ana de Arumas. Ah, Domi Arigato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Not Japanese whatsoever. Um, <laughs> no. She, the characters she plays. She is Joy in yeah. Blade Runner 2049. She's fucking kick ass. Yeah. So, I thought that she'd be pretty... And she's also... Forget it. I've forgotten what else she was in. <laughs> well, that's all right. You can. That's my favorite thing she's in anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> well, if you want to fire off your mention, I'll yeah. have a look at her cast list. 
I'm pretty happy with my my option here. This is an actress who is pretty flexible in terms of like the characters that she plays. Mm-hmm. Um, my first pick is Zoe Saldana. Yep, badass. Yeah, totally could do it. Yeah, and she also has that like this character is both like beautiful to look at, but also you get this hint of a nutbag behind her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I, I feel like Zoe could pull that off. I could totally see her doing it. Um, she's one that I just mentioned way too much at the start of the show. Like, <laughs> so now that I, like I, I avoid her. She's actually, I think she's one of my favorite uh, female actors. Do you say female actor or actress? Apparently, you can't say actress anymore. Apparently, you got to say actor because well, it's a gender neutral term. It's it's interesting that you bring that up because I always think when I fire off the rules whether I should just change actor slash actress to actor to actor. Um, I think that different people have different schools of thought. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to offend anyone, so if you're let's, offended, I'm let's. sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, to mention just before what movies you may have been thinking of, uh, Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves. Nope. Uh, War Dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am thinking of that one. You think well. of War Dogs? I think so. Yeah, that's pretty much. She's she's going to be in the new James Bond film. Yes, I am familiar with that as well. Yeah, and she's in that. She's pretty good in War Dogs. Uh, I don't know if I've actually watched War Dogs completely. I've no, I know I've started it, yeah. and I feel like I've fallen asleep and just not. It actually gets pretty good. Okay, it it kind of picks up. I don't mind those actors. Yeah. Like I like Jonah Hill, and I like uh, what's the other dude's name? Exactly, Captain he's, Forgettable. Is that who you're thinking of? He's Miles Turner. Yeah, Captain Forgettable. I didn't Google it, people. I remembered it in time. There's <laughs> just a slight delay. He's. Yeah, I, I'm like a hit and miss with him. Sometimes I love him, and sometimes I'm like, when are you going to start acting? Well, Whiplash <laughs> is great. He's amazing. I want to watch that boxing movie. But I'm movie not sure if in. I like him in Whiplash, or I just like Whiplash so much. Because of J.K. Simmons. Yeah, well, and the movie itself. Yeah. The movie itself is fantastically written and made and sounds fantastic, and then he's just kind of like a character. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I just I think he's actually a good actor. I think he's... Had some bad films, but oh, I think he's, he's a had good some actor. terrible films. Um, but he's actually quite good in War Dogs as well. Yeah, okay. Well, I recommend. Okay, well, maybe I will suss it out. Uh, who did you have for your first pick for Darling? Zoe Saldana. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my honorable your mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> Apologies. Just wanted to throw you off there. Uh, yeah, my honorable mention is uh, another actor where you kind of have to obviously ignore the fact of what they are now mm-hmm. and remember them at their peak performance as Catwoman and that's Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> hey, she's she's good. She's still, you know, she's still pretty good for her, her age. Yeah. But, you know, for a role like this, obviously that's not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, you could, you you could. could flip the switch because I could. feel like John Hamm's significantly older than... Yes, uh, I think so as well. Isa Gonzalez, so... But I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer, and I'm going to continue <laughs> to call her Michelle Pfeiffer just for the fun of it. I, she has a craziness in her eyes. Yeah. She yep. seems like the kind of chick that, you know, if you went on a date with her and then didn't call her back, she might turn on you. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Mm. Uh, speaking of crazy... Oh, yeah, this will be good. And I don't know why, like, I don't think she's she'd be, like, ideal for the role, like, acting chops-wise. I think I think I can just 
visualize her in the role. Yeah. Isla Fisher. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I could just picture her I being think, that character. I can too. I think, similarly, she's, like, kooky. Yeah. And that's what the character kind of is at the moment. Um, yeah. When it's played by Gonzalez. She's got that kind of kookiness to her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and did you have any other honourable mentions? Yes. Seth Green. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, did I, you? I had uh, Eva Longoria. Oh, yeah. That's basically a like for like. Yep. <laughs> and I also had Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. Who My are- problem again with Gal Gadot is uh, I'm yet to see her act. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's kind of her. Yeah. She's kind of wonderful. You're right. Everything. You're right. She is. She's got that Will Smith factor. Yeah. I she's- feel like people are going to get over her pretty soon if they haven't already. Well, people still aren't over Will Smith. That's true. And those people are wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, he is a legend. Apparently. Yeah. Um, his his YouTube stuff is cringeworthy. Ugh. It's painful. He's got so many followers as well, though. His, his kindness feels forced. Yes. And I don't you like know what it. it is? It it's do- Scientology. <laughs> it's him and Tom Cruise. They both have this fake... Fakeness to them. Mm, but I like Tom Cruise movies. Yeah, no, Call I like crazy. Tom Cruise movies too. <laughs> but he seems fake, but I love his movies. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, let's move on to Deborah. Deborah? Deborah. Deborah? Uh, originally played by Lily James. And also a great song by, apparently, Trex. Not T-Rex, Trex. <laughs> if you watch this movie and he says, you know, he says uh, what songs are named after her. Yeah. Um, and they say the band T-Rex, but they pronounce it Trex. Mm, there you go. I don't know if it's a joke, but I hope it's a joke because <laughs> it really rubs me the wrong way. So, <laughs> but it's stuck in my head. So now every time I see the band, I'm just like, oh, it's Trex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't rewatched the film in recent uh, times. So. Be prepared. Next time you watch it, it's going to burn you. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very jarring to see now yeah. or hear it's now. It's like when you notice... Tom Cruise's off center teeth. Yeah. Ruins everything for you. Yeah, yeah. Same thing happened with um Mark Strong. Oh yeah. Mark Strong's teeth are really highlighted in um Sherlock Holmes. Very And much after so. seeing that, you can't unsee the it. The overlap. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't know, Sherlock Holmes must do like a crop across his mouth or something and it's so obvious. Yeah, and I think ever they since do. then they you, do a close up of his mouth, you're right. Yeah, and ever since then you can't unsee it. Yeah. It's painful. They're just like Henry Cavill's got like a weirdly shaped tooth, like molar tooth. Does or, he? Like, you'll notice it now oh, that I've no. said it. I'm sorry. Why would you do that? Right with the lead up to The Witcher as well. Oh, Apologies. no. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so who's your pick? Uh, my pick was Brittany Murphy. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing you're going like Eight Mile era. Yeah. You know, when she did that one movie. Yeah, well, she. I mean, she did. She was in that. She was very popular. Go film, as well. I don't know. I was pitch, when I was like trying to cast someone. I was there was to, that period of time. Yeah. I was trying to cast someone that would I could picture being that diner girl. Yeah. Sort of thing, and I could totally see Brittany Murphy doing that. Yeah. And I could totally see her being like, "Let's get the fuck out of here," I or 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 being convinced by someone saying, "Come, come, run away with me," and she'd be yeah. like, "Okay, you got drugs? I'll come with you." <laughs> <laughs> She's. She's definitely got that, yeah, that kind of nice girl look to her, but also, like, very impressionable mm. thing going on. I completely forgot she existed. 
I think and, the world did. And it was it wasn't until someone I can't even remember who it was, someone else mentioned her on this podcast, maybe like seven episodes ago or something. And I was just like Oh yeah. I was just completely like gobsmacked. I was like, Wow, she was a person. Yeah. I completely forgot. Like I think is she alive? I don't know. But um, because I did I, she die? There's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Yeah. It's like is it insensitive for me to say that she's dead? <laughs> Yes, but I said it anyway. Yeah, she she died quite a while ago and obviously, you know. It was an overdose or something, wasn't it? I th- probably. I think it was drugs. Po- like, oh, I feel awful if it's not, but I, I, I feel like it was. <laughs> I know. Um, but Ooh. but she, um, I guess that just says something about her her films that they weren't, the, like the rewatchability of them. Yeah. It's not because I haven't watched a film that had very Brittany popular. Murphy in it no. for forever. I don't know that I would. Clueless is one of the that oh, yeah. I've seen multiple times that comes to mind, but you don't even remember that she's in it. No. Um, There's no movie. The only movie I think of, like, when I think Brittany Murphy is 8 Mile. That's, like, the association I make automatically. Isn't there another film? What's the... It's, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but she's she's kind of crazy. She's like actually in a mental institution. I can see it. I think it's her in real Girl life. Girl Interrupted. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. That was a very popular movie. Yeah. Just Married. There was another one with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. But yeah, no, I could just totally see her doing that role. But yeah. what about your first pick? My first pick is... Um, Current day actress mm-hmm. or actor. Yep. Who means female. <laughs> gonna make it as awkward as I can every time. <laughs> um, oh, God. I I'm gonna get this pronunciation wrong. Kiernan Shipka. Yes. Sabrina. The current Sabrina. Oh. So. Yeah, okay. She's like the perfect age. Yeah. Um, For this bit. And she's got like the blonde stereotypical hair. Yeah, I could... Of, like, a diner girl haircut. Pulling up an image of her now, yeah, I could totally see her doing that. Yeah, she's um, got, like, this nice girl attitude. Mm. That's weird. I, I like, binged the first season of that. And, and then they up. And Me then they too. released the Christmas special. I didn't care. <laughs> and then I just never watched it again. Yeah, I think I gave up about halfway through season two when it got real preachy. I, yeah, I, I didn't even start season two. Yeah. I just... Season one started getting preachy, and then season two is just like, here you go, here's some more preachy things, because millennial. Yeah, I feel like it was just kind of like cool at one point where I'm like, cool, big goat head demon Satan guy, and like, this is like really dark and twisted, and I didn't expect it to go this way, this is kind of cool, and then it was like, oh, it's really not that cool. Yeah, it's like using all that as a facade to... Yeah. Sorry to anyone that enjoys it. Um... (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I did like it originally. Yeah. Well, so did I. First season I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, my honourable mention, I have a young Liv Tyler. Oh, good pick. Yeah. She's another one of those girls that just looks like innocent. Yeah. I feel every movie she's... I think it's because she's got really big eyes. And lips. Yeah, true. She's like very emotional looking. She yeah. looks like she could cry at any moment. She does. She does look That's, like she can cry. <laughs> she right? looks like she's crying 24-7. When she's trying to be angry. Yeah. She's an angry crier. Yeah. She's crangering. <laughs> is that a word? I don't know, but it is now. Okay. I invented it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's mention. a good pick. 
Thank you. Yeah. And honorable mention for you? Uh, my other honorable mention is very similar to the actress that's currently in it, in mm-hmm. sort of that looks department, I think. And that's, um, nope. I lie. That was the other one I was going to go with. So we'll go with that one now. Hermione Granger. Ah, oh, uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Watson. No, not Thompson. <laughs> Watson. Watson. But yeah. the other pick that I had that was like online with Emma, was, uh, with her, is Emma Stone. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but could totally obviously see. the younger version. Yeah, I could totally Which see Which I think that. Emma Stone is probably more suited than, I'm just going to say Hermione Granger. Yeah. Yeah, Emma Watson for that role... I don't really picture her in, but she's a little bit too nice. She's yeah. a bit like too personalityless yeah. in her acting sometimes. Whereas I feel like Emma Stone is a very flamboyant personality in a way. Like mm-hmm. she's a bit loud, but like fun loud, like a diner girl loud. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be quite good. I also had uh, Melissa uh, Benoist. And that is actually how it's pronounced. Two. She's Supergirl. Ah, yeah. Um, Again, like that perfect, like, blonde haired diner girl look. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of what I was going Going for. Was like I was looking for someone that I could picture being a diner girl. Uh, So, you know, if you're not familiar with her from other things, she's in. She was from Glee. She was in Whiplash. Um, Oh, is she the girl? She's the girl. Um. And oh, what else was she in? The Longest Ride, I don't even know. And she's also in the uh, Jay and Silent Bob rebooted or reboot. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. Uh, <laughs> yes, but for my final final honourable mention, I had Blake Lively. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Well, again, like sort of similar to um, Cry Eyes. Uh, Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah. That same sort of look. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, again, totally just interchangeable. Could totally just see it and put her in the there. The problem and... with this character in general, right, is like there's not that much personality to it. Well, you don't see things much from her yeah. perspective. She literally is just She's... there to develop. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Basically. I think she's really a plot device to push the story forward. Yeah. Because she's, she's the stakes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, okay. Well, let's move on to the arsehole of the cast and we'll do Doc, originally played by Kevin... No, I was going to say something there and I was like, no, maybe I won't. Spoosy. <laughs> Kevin, I, it's okay. I'm gay, Spacey. Oh God, <laughs> I can't believe you I used can't that believe as an excuse. Oh, that was an excuse. <laughs> oh my God, terrible. <laughs> what an idiot! Just a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. What a guy. But we've already spoken about him. So let's yes. let's let's re- let's fix the film by removing Kevin Spacey from the picture. Let's put someone else in there. Let's put someone like Michael Shannon. Yes. You are thinking right now, who is Michael Shannon? I am. Michael Shannon is General Zod in Man of Steel. Uh, He's also the main antagonist in The Shape of Water. Yes. He's got like that asshole look down pat. Yep. I think it's just his face. Yeah. Some people have a face that makes you feel inadequate. <laughs> and this is one of those faces. <laughs> 
I could just see him running a crime. Yes. Like, sort of. Yes. Some, stuff there are certain people who look like criminals. Yeah. And he looks like a criminal. He looks like a criminal, yeah. Like, there's a reason why he's typically cast to play a bad guy. Because he looks like a bad guy. Um, mm. But I could totally he's see. He's the Billy Eilish of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But I could totally see him doing the the flip at the end too. Oh yeah, I think I think he could actually pull that off. Yeah. So he's my first pick. What about you? Um, I decided to uh, kind of follow the same sort of lines as Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. but like pick a good Kevin. So I went with Mr. Kevin Co- James. Oh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Costner. <laughs> and he just rides in on his little. Uh, I'm a mole cop bike yeah and uh then i decided that i didn't like kevin james at all anyway and it wasn't worth making the joke so i moved along (laughs) but you made it anyway i made it anyway um (laughs) my actual pick and i was so close between this and my honorable mention but i think i'm flipping them at the last minute i'm gonna go with someone who looks like a criminal plays a criminal and everything he is essentially in the mafia by now and that's robert de niro yep I, I love it how that. as soon as I said it, you almost pulled a Robert De Niro face. Just like, mmm, mm. unhappy face. This pick. <laughs> that was a terrible Robert De Niro. But was he slow? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. I think that's. I think he would totally work for this this role. And I feel like we're too friendly to each other's picks. You know what? All of yours are shit, Matt. Well, I mean. I didn't want to say anything, but now you've opened the floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> they have been opened. <laughs> no, I like I perp- I don't think I've actually gone for a bad choice in this entire list. I don't think so either. I reckon uh, your picks are pretty spot on. Oh well, thank I you. I I literally like sometimes I just throw in a bad one intentionally and just be like, yeah, this yeah. one. But and then Kevin James appears. <laughs> <laughs> he is by far your worst choice so far. Mm, so far. Um. <laughs> I had for I only had one honorable mention for Doc. Yeah, I had Gene Hackman. Ooh, Hackman. Yeah, I love Gene Hackman. So I picked two different Superman actors. Yeah, and I didn't even realize, didn't it. realize it. <laughs> and ironically enough, replacing a guy that was in a Superman film. Yeah, I had not pieced that together Whoops. whatsoever you, until just yeah. then. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Replacing one Lex Luthor with, with another. the superior Lex <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Gene Hackman is one of, I think, one of my favorite actors. I don't know what it is. I think he just has like a really commanding presence yeah. in films. Is it Miss Tessmacher? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Th- there's a movie I loved him in, but I can't even think of what it is. I don't know. I he just has that. this. No. Really. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Yeah, I think he has a very commanding presence, a bit like Kevin Spacey, like when he's on the screen. Yeah. Um. Again, let's not talk about everything else about him, but just when he's on the screen, you can't help but look. Yeah. Very commanding with the eye and just with, without having to yell or scream or do anything to get attention, he just looks, commands presence. Yeah. So, I mean, I could totally picture him doing yeah. that sort of role. Was the movie you were thinking of Unforgiven, or was it sure, let's The French Connection, or was it Enemy of the State with old mate Will Smith? No. No? It's all of them, and none of them. It's uh, Mississippi Burning, I think it is. Ah, uh, yep. That's one in there. I didn't say it because I've never seen it. 
That's fair. Most people don't, but it's one of those ones that people like for really wanky art students like, oh, Mississippi Burning, uh, it's uh, really coming to its own <laughs> commercially and artistically. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, did you have an honorable mention? I do. So I flipped mine. So my honorable mention is Javier Bardem. Yeah, I could see him do that for sure. Yeah. He often plays like a villainous thing, but he's kind of one of those actors that somehow has kind eyes as well. I, I don't know why. I would disagree. Really? With that I think he I looks feel like he's got terrifying. Eyes. Oh, he's a terrifying person, particularly in No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I think he's just terrifying. I'm just going to picture his face collapsing from James Bond <laughs> oh, yeah. whenever I think of him these days. Look upon your work, mother. <laughs> <laughs> You're so tiny. He's a good actor, though. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, I could see him do it. For sure. Um, he's got a very interesting look to him. Yes. He's got like very masculine features. Like his a heavy brow. Yeah, everything on his face seems big. Yes. He looks like he's got a big face. He does. He definitely does. His old face. Um But yeah, no, I like that I like that choice. Did you have any other choices before we move on? That's all mine. Okay, let's move on to last on the list, and we almost completely forgot him because, weirdly enough... he's so forgettable. No. <laughs> well, when you look on the IMDb list, he's, like, nowhere to be seen. He's so he far down disappears. the list. It's bizarre, and that's Bats. I wonder why that is. Yeah, that's Bats, originally played by Jamie Foxx. Um, he's literally... Like, if you go on IMDb and you look at the cast list, he's not even on the first... But he's one of, like, the big stars in the film as like, well. Yeah, you need to click on see full cast list, go to a new page that lists absolutely so everybody. random. And he's, like, 20 casts or maybe more down the line. Um, I didn't know Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers was in this film. What? Yeah. As what? Uh, Eddie, whoever Eddie is. Eddie. Uh, but yeah, so Jamie Foxx, uh, the Bats character, yeah. um, I went for a bit of a staple here mm-hmm. and chose Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, because he seems like a kind of character who all he does is say motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, right? Which is uh, Samuel L. Jackson's wheelhouse. Yeah. All damn motherfuckers, be motherfuckers, motherfuckers. Yeah. And I feel like Tequila. I feel like Jamie Foxx was cast as Django because Samuel Jackson was too old for Oh the yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I reckon Quentin Tarantino wrote it as him. Yeah. But him in Pulp Fiction days. I I listened to an interview recently with Samuel Jackson. I think it was from a few years back though. And he actually says this thing where he's gone, Have you ever noticed the fact that in every film that Quentin Tarantino puts him in, he's like, he's usually the most powerful person in the film. Oh, yeah. And you're like, that's, 100%. that's true. Always the most powerful one. <laughs> I can see why he loves doing his films. Yeah. He's never like the weak person at anything. Yeah. Like, it's almost too... Oh, wait. What happens in, I feel like, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, he's still one of the most powerful. Yeah. It's just his backstory is a bit muddied. Yeah. Like, he has yeah, that yeah. whole... He's one one of the two that survives. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I need to rewatch it, but it's such a But he a has that whole sequence of the old man in the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is just a weird sequence. Yeah. And he sucked on that dingus. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was like hard to watch that scene, I'll be honest. Um, now, I know that you ha- actually hadn't written anyone down because we had left this. Do you have someone lined up yet? Or should I, I sure do. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> um, Show me the money. <laughs> yes. I've, you know what? Cuba Gooding Jr., it's been so long since he's done anything that he just needs the work. He really hasn't done much lately, has he? No. Or if he has, it's nothing of... Of any substance. Shulness? Like... I don't know what word I just said, but it's a word now. <laughs> let's have a look at his... I don't think he really... He's been acting. Has he? Um, but has he been acting? No, he's been doing TV mostly. Oh, he played OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, In American Crime Story. Um... Mostly, he's been doing TV by the looks of it. Interesting. Um, he was also an American Horror Story for a bit. Oh uh, yeah, he was. Not that he I wasn't I've great. Never in watched it. it I'll be honest. He was in ten episodes of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for my honorable mention, I had Eddie Murphy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Eddie Murphy can do no wrong. It would actually be interesting to see him trying to be kind of a badass as well. I could. I reckon he could do I it. I reckon he could do it as well. I feel like, if anything, he just needs the confidence. Yeah. Someone's just going to give him a push and be like, you are an asshole. You can do it. I, I, I think he could do it and he doesn't need to hold back on the comedy either. Like, he could totally no. do it as, like, comedic as well. Yeah. Yeah, true. Like, he's just going to be abusive, basically. Yeah, essentially. It's just like demeaning comedy. Yeah. Which is kind of also his wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort of what he was already doing. Exactly right. Did you find anyone else worth I mentioning? I did. And I think, if anything, I almost want to swap it and make it my real pick. Is it too late? Can I mess with your rules? But then those, those rules aren't really that many. More like guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ice Cube. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I could see that working. I mean, he's basically... That's what the character is. It's basically Ice Cube. <laughs> it's like a hard, gruff guy who grew up in the streets and would probably kill you. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could work. I like Eddie Murphy better, though. Of course. You <laughs> Look, let's let Facebook decide. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Definitely do that. I won't, I won't even put Samuel Jackson in there because he'd win. Yeah, that's just not fair. Eddie Murphy, Ice Cube, done. Yeah. We can let Facebook decide. Please. Please vote for me. <laughs> uh, all right. So, no one else worth mentioning? No. No? Okay. Nobody at all, ever, <laughs> except for Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I did think Wesley Snipes could work, but... But also, I still think Ice Cube's better for some reason. Mm. Like, not in terms of acting ability, but no. for the part. Yeah. I still. Or what about Ice Cube's son? Ice Cube has a son? Yeah, he played him in... Straight out of Compton. Yes, I've seen that movie. <laughs> Get cultured, boy. No, I refuse. <laughs> uh, yeah, his son plays uh, his father in that film. Oh. So, What's his son's name? Ice Shards? Uh, Ice Cube. Junior? Ice Cube Squared. Um, hang on. Let's, let's uh, look up uh, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, it's, it's it's actually outer, like it's not out of, which I've never, re- I didn't ever pick up on. 
Like O U double T A. Oh, God, that's nineties. That's outer. Well, I mean, the uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh yeah, I forget Ice Cube's. Yeah, name is. So he is Irish, but he's not Irish. So he is Ice Cube Jr. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Uh, he was also in Godzilla. He was one of the um. Uh, Marines, I think. And that's about it. Yeah, he was in that long shot film with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen where they fall in love. Yeah, I didn't see that. Apparently, actually, it was okay. I've heard that's quite good, but yeah. Um, But it's definitely not something I would, you know, go to the effort to see. Yeah, I mean, his filmography is quite low, actually. That's pretty much it. So, yeah. Interesting. So he hasn't really done anything bad. Yeah. Not much good either. Straight out of Compton no. is pretty good though. Um, I mean, again, it's pretty well received. But, yeah. But, you know, the target audience. Yeah. Um, but sp- speaking of things that could be well received, you've you previously mentioned package? that you have your own podcast. I did. So this is my attempt at doing a terrible segue See and giving day. you an <laughs> opportunity to plug your podcast one last time. Thank you. Um, Shake It Not Nerd is a podcast where we talk about all the nerdy things. So we're going to be talking about Mandalorian when this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, Matt, you're pretty you're pretty keen on Mandalorian. I don't want yeah. to spoil anything, but um, Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking about this show. It's very popular right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we go through the top ten news in the pop culture fandom every week. Yep. So, basically, you don't even need to watch the news anymore. Yeah. Because we're going to talk you about even anything have to that's watch, important. You don't even have to watch anything anymore. Yeah, true. They'll just tell you what happened in the movie. Yeah, we'll just tell you. Spoil yeah. it. And sometimes yeah. we don't even tell you we're going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> like we did for this movie. <laughs> well, uh, when it comes to The Mandalorian, we're going to do some time jumping here. Yeah. And I'm telling you my thoughts. And this episode is Good. recorded before you record, but it's coming out after you will release your episode. My brain. <laughs> I think that some of the music choices are bad. Ooh. In, I partic- think in particular, there's one scene where the ship flies through space and the music choice is not Star Wars. No. Whatsoever. I and think it's really jarring. sometimes it's not Star Wars at all. And yep. sometimes it's... And I also feel... In fact, I would say almost never is the music Star Wars here. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's cool anyway. Yeah. Mo- some For the most part, it was it's fine. But there's just that one... There's one scene in particular that I'm thinking of where the ship's flying I don't really the like the end credits theme. No. I can't even remember. Which re- I think is remember theme in general. Well. But... Uh, and the other thing is, is that I feel like his arm is a bit lackluster. Like, there's not much to it. It's pretty basic. Yeah. And I also have no idea how they're kind of, you know, going to bring some sort of plot in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but that is a little short teaser of what you could be listening to when you go and listen to the Shake and Not Nerd podcast. Yeah. And you're probably going to hear a bit more liveliness to it because it's not going to be so late. And there's going to be uh, four, at least four other people probably in the room discussing Much it as well. Much louder nerds than so, I. <laughs> so go, be sure to go check that episode out. Uh, and yeah, thank you everybody for listening and supporting the show. If you would like to help the show out further, you could do so by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And you're a top person. Yeah, I know you personally. (laughs) And that would really help the show out. 
And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out the socials, there being Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, yeah, be part of the polls. Don't Tell forget Ian he's to wrong. vote for my picks, <laughs> no matter what. Don't listen to Ian. Come on, Ian. You're subscribed because of me. Come on, baby. No, you won. <laughs> well, Ian, thank you very much for being part of the show. Thanks for having me. And see you guys next week. Chicka chicka. Saladas? <laughs> <laughs>